podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards from the link in our bio. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Happy belated birthday to Frank Warren. Uh, good to turn 50 years old. It's marvellous, mate. It was actually, it was the uh, 49th anniversary of my 21st birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, press conference today for Fury White, Frank. Didn't expect Dillian White to turn up. He didn't turn up. So was there any reason from Team White why he didn't attend today? Well, you know, he's obliged to show up and, and, and work and help to make the promotion a success. He's getting paid $8 million and with a potential of another four if he wins the fight. And he just chose not to do it. We were even got to a stage where his advisor, business advisor, whatever he may be, uh, Jeff Benz was saying we couldn't even use his photograph on the poster. What do you think we're paying for? You know, it's, it's beyond beyond ridiculous. He should be here. And uh, anyway, it is what it is. We get on with it as long as, he, as long as he's there on the night. And I'm sure he will be because he's getting $8 million. Was there anything in the WBC Perspid contract to state that he has to do any media obligations? He has to do it has to do what all fighters do, which is to be reasonable and help promote the show. Where does he think the money's coming from, that record amount of money? You know, we, we did him a favour. He keeps they keep talking about upside. If if we hadn't a bid, he'd be getting two million less with the matchroom bid. So there's two million upside before you start. You know, and, and they signed the contract. All the all the, the, the period for negotiation came to a head. And that's, then you have a purse bid, and the purse bid is what it is. He's signed the contract. He's contractually obliged to do things, as we are. It's, you know, from our perspective, we, we're contractually obliged to do things as well. So if he is contractually obliged to do stuff, won't he be facing penalisations from the WBC or sanctioning fees? We, that, I mean, we, you know, we're obviously not going to just let this go. There'll be, you know, be some sort of sanction, I'm sure, against him for not showing up. What did you make of the press conference without him? Look, this, this is the Tyson Fury show. That's what it is, isn't it? You know, that's why when you look at the purses lodged at the, the WBC for their previous fights, one was 300 grand, the other one was 20 million. It's all about Tyson Fury. That's what it is. It's his homecoming. It's his first fight in the UK for four years. You know, and, they, and he's thrilled America. He conquered America. And now he's coming back here. So we've got a great chance to see him on the 23rd of April. And I expect this place to be absolutely sold out. What about on fight week itself? Do you think you'll turn up to the presser, the workout, the, the weigh-in? If he don't weigh in, he can't fight. So it's as simple as that. I think he will. I mean, what's he going to turn down this money? This is the fella for, a, what is it, 1,200 days, 1,000 days, kept bleating and moaning that you could, he couldn't get a fight. He was complaining he couldn't get a world title fight. We've delivered that for him. This is the same fella that was forever castigating and slagging off Tyson. But he didn't have the bottle or the balls to be here today. There was an issue around how we would get here. He wanted a private jet. That was rumoured. That, that was rumoured. It was asked for, and we agreed to do that yesterday. Thank you. And then what was the reason after that for not coming today? There was about 28 other reasons. Can you go into them? At this point, you know, one was not using his photograph. How can you deal with people like that? I've never experienced I'm ne This is the first time I've ever heard... I can't even think of it. You're announcing a fight, you're getting paid $8 million, plus an upside of four if you win. You don't show up. Where's he ever seen money like that? 
you know, this is more money, as I said in the press, it's more money than, than uh, Joshua got to fight Charles Martin when he took his chance. This is, you know, more, it's eight times more Tyson got when he went to fight Klitschko. This is much more money than Usyk got when he fought Joshua. But they did it. They took their 20% or whatever it was, what it, whatever it was, took their fight, won fights, and went on and, and, and obviously made great money. We don't determine what the amount is, what, what, what the person is. That's the governing bodies. And that's what it was. And that's why we all entered and all took part in a purse which he agreed to take part in and signed a contract. Did not anyone from the team or from top rank go to Dillian like this is getting big exposure in America on ESPN as well? That he's, made, he's, made his he's, Umar, he's made his choice. He is, he is what he is. I've got my views on it. He is what he is. I don't know who the advice he's getting. You know, we were being told, but you know, as soon as we won the person, it's been trying to sabotage it from the beginning with Matram, was it? Saying that it's not going to take place and this and that. And you know, why is he going to fight? It's, just, it's the same MO. The thing is, you can all do this. We start all doing this, and then what's the point of having a press conference? No one's going to show up. We're lucky we've got someone like Tyson, and the fact that he is, he is the best heavyweight of his generation that we've got him. Well, it's, it's a different type of fight they don't show up. Who are you going to interview? You know, how are we going to sell these fights to the fans? It's just not going to happen. And if you've got no one to interview, you're out of, out of a job. It's not professional. You know it's not professional. Everyone knows it's not professional. It's ridiculous. Do you think this will affect the buyers and ticket sales? No. I think tomorrow, go on sale tomorrow, and I'll be really surprised tomorrow if we're not announcing at least 50, maybe 60,000 sales. By tomorrow night? Yep. yep. And I'm going to announce tomorrow what we sold. Brilliant. Okay, okay. And uh, just moving away from this, Frank, you won the purse bids for Andre and Zach Parker. We haven't caught up since then, so give me the latest on that, please. Well, I manipulated the bid. I had, I had, the, I had the small, I had the small end of it this time, and I thought I'd manipulate it the other way, and got behind my man and give him home advantage. He's be fighting in Derby because he deserves it, and he's right at home. People don't know who he is at the moment, Parker. Zach. But this is his chance to do it. That's why we put our money up because we want to promote him. And if he can beat Andrade and he's got a great chance of doing that, then he's going to be, then everyone will know who he is. That's what's called promotion. You get behind your man. Yeah, I think you're going off a quote where he said it's not a big fight, so DAZN didn't back that fight. Look, he's saying it's not a big fight. We won the bid by 70, 70 grand. If he'd have won, it wouldn't have been a big fight then. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a big fight. DAZN... You know, that's, he keeps banging on about the zone. The zone at the moment, it don't seem anything he does on the zone delivers. Not delivered in America. I don't know what their subscription base is in America, but he hasn't built a single star. They rely on Goldaboy. And he's just done that deal. The zone have just done the deal, for, which is two fights a year with Canelo, which is brilliant for them. Because I've got friends who work at the zone. I don't want to see people out of work in that. But, you know, let Salem Blam who has to keep putting money in to prop it up, converting debt to equity. And they would have, and they, have, they would have results from 2020, not 2021. So it's like loss, it's, a, it's losing hand over fist. And the reason is because Matram's boxing has not worked for them. If it had, they'd have subscribers and it would be self-sufficient self by now. Wait, what did you make of the fact that DAZN will be doing their first pay-per-view events with Canelo? So for Bivol and Golovkin, they'll both be on pay-per-view in America. I, I, all I know is I remember Eddie Hearn, when he done this bill, he's saying pay-per-view's dead. Uh, what did you make of the move? 
Yes. Yeah, so pay-per-view's dead. Well, obviously it's not, because that's the only way you can be able to pay them, you know, fund these events. It's not rocket science, that's what it is. You know, not going to reinvent the wheel, and it certainly has not reinvented the wheel. In fact, the wheel fell off. Any of your fighters due for shots at Canelo Alvarez? Maybe maybe next year, maybe at Super Middle, like Evan? about it. The fights they're talking about, I've got two, two fighters. We've got one is Zach Parder come through. He's number one as a super... Uh, middleweight in the in the WBO, and we've got obviously um, we've got uh, Anthony Yardin as the number one in the light heavyweight division. So he's in a magnificent position now, certainly Anthony, because the winner of that fight with Joe Smith, Burgess, ever got to fight him? It's because Canelo's now moved on to something else. So I'm delighted he signed. It's been it's great for us. Frank, let me quickly just ask you about the two Sky Sports shows that we've seen in the previous weekends. Let's start with Glasgow Taylor Catrell. What, what can you say about that? I thought it was a, I thought it was a, uh, a, dec- a decent fight, and I thought that uh, Jack won it. I thought um, Josh, uh, you know, he, he just he, he, he got more shots off. Um, I, I thought the contract, you know, the, I thought the one of the judges in particular, what he's scoring is atrocious. Ian John Lewis said at one fourteen, one eleven. I don't know what he was watching. And uh, I just, I think, I really didn't understand that at all, but it is what it is. And I think the board needs to do something about some of these scoring, scoring the fights, the way they judge them. You know, if they're football referees, they get downgraded. It seems in boxing, you just move on to the next one. And they need to step up and do something in boxing to stop it. I mean, you look at the press all, all, all over, you know, the last few days. It's all, all it is is about the controversy of the scoring. And, and it's dreadful that people have been trolling Josh because he don't deserve that. It's disgusting. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, all he does is gets in the ring and fights. And he's been a tremendous, tremendous fighter. But for Jack, he's, as Josh is going up now, he's never going to be able to get that opportunity to fight for four belts, even in a rematch, because it's going to be a high weight. And it's, it's a shame for him. And I like Jack, you know, we, he's, we had nearly all his fights with us. And uh, it, it is a great shame. I saw some comments from you saying you don't want any British officials working on Fury White. No, no. So what are we going to do there? I don't want to... Look, you can get controversy with any officials, but I don't want British officials. I want overseas judges, neutral judges overseas. That's what I want. And the week before in Manchester, we had Khan broke. Khan got stopped. Thoughts? I, I actually thought um, it was all about, you know, what Khan had left, you know, what Amir left in the tank. He didn't have anything left in the tank. What he did have left in the tank was his heart. He's got a true fighting heart, but legs were gone and he was just... He got beat. Look... Last question. Uh, we've seen Alexander Usyk fighting for Ukraine alongside uh, the Klitschko brothers and, and Lomachenko. Obviously, that puts the situation in terms of the Joshua rematch, but amazing bravery from them for. Look, they, they're going to fight for their country. They're going to fight the bully. They've been invaded. It's dreadful what's going on in that country at the moment. You know, innocent people being shot, bombed, their homes being destroyed, their kids, kids losing their education uprooted having to become refugees in the hospitals, getting bombed as well. This is you know, it's just dreadful. In this day and age, you would have thought, Where, what has anybody learned? In this day and age, that's happening in Europe. Well, I know it's happening in other places around the world, but you would have thought in Europe they're being different. And I've got to be honest with you, I think, I think, I think you know, people should all get behind the Ukrainians, stand up for them, because we can't, this is not what democracy is all about. It's totally, totally unacceptable what is going on to, over there and the danger to the world that, at the moment, Russia is presenting. Frank, I want to thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Happy 
uh, belated birthday again. Ticketmaster tomorrow for Fury White. Tomorrow, tickets go on sale at noon. Start at 55 quid. Thank you very much, Frank. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Sports Social Podcast Network.